Indigo Athletes Podcast Nine Audio Cast. Um, we took a few questions on Instagram. Take that off. Um, so yeah, we took a few questions on Instagram, and I'm just gonna ask Charlie what he what his opinion on them is, and then I'll give my opinion as well. Sounds so good. first question, Charlie. What we got? I'll tell you what we got. We have from F A N Fran C S Hill Ten. He goes, who would win in a fight? One normal sized muzzy or fifteen chicken sized muzzies? Mm, good question. Very good question. Deep question. Intellectually thought provoking. Same proportions, everything, just yeah, what chicken yeah. size? Just chicken size. Twenty. Fifteen. 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 Mmm. <sighs> Well, I could answer that question. In I mean, heart. I feel like, yeah, you've, you've probably got them. I've got a better idea. Mm, 15 size. I mean, unless they've got a master brain, plan. So. Yeah, exactly. If they've got a smaller brain, then they're going to get roasted. But I hate day. chickens. Unless they're all like... Yeah, if they I had wings, birds. since you hate birds. I hate birds. If they had wings, you'd lose. You'd just mentally be freaked out. Yeah, I don't like, <laughs> I don't like birds, so... It's a good question. If I had to fight them, I'd say the muzzy would win. If I didn't have to fight them, I'd say the chickens could rattle him out of there. If they all just started flapping in one, <laughs> in unison. True. They had high mind all flap. they don't you at the same time, then you're in trouble. Yeah, I'm gone. Back, picking everywhere. I'm out of there. So yeah, Fran, that answers your question. If I had to fight them... Probably um, normal size muzzy, but then if I didn't have to fight them and fear was a factor and they all started flapping their wings, probably the chickens, mate, 15 size muzzy chickens would take would take the cake. Um, second question is from will.i.iam2211 on Instagram. Okay, okay. And he says... Um, we should talk about KSI versus Logan Paul too. Good question, Will. Very good question, Will. Um, so yeah, that's been booked. I think everyone's heard about it for a yeah, while. That um, yeah. Logan Paul KSI two has been in booked. the works. Yeah, you um, told me Eddie were, Hearn was freaking after the first one. I think they had a contract to do it, but um, yeah. So yeah. now it's become a pro boxing fight. So they've both got their licenses, yeah. and Eddie Hearn's like sorted this out, and, and he's promoting it. it. That's and crazy. the the worst part is, uh, Billy Joe Saunders is on the, under- the undercard. Well, yeah, not the undercard. I think he's the co-main event. Or yeah, the co-main. He's still under Logan Paul and KSI. KSI. But someone said, "Well, like that's ridiculous. Surely you'll go into the office and be like, why the fuck have you put these two in front of?'" Well, that um, no, was probably the most eyes that I've ever. But exactly, I was saying ever. like, the the boss will just say to him straight back, "Well, who's bringing in more like more viewers?" Yeah. And yeah. then he can't say anything. And it's good for the both of them, man. It, exactly. Just put your pride exactly. aside. You're gonna. Earn it's a pride thing. It's a, a boxing versus fans. YouTube thing. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna earn a lot more fans and like show your skill to a lot more people by doing the KSI and Logan Paul card. It's just because it's KSI and Logan Paul, two dossas. People are a bit funny about it, but I say yeah. credit to them, man. More power to them. Exactly. More power to them. 
I think they're, they're bringing more fans to boxing. That's and like admittedly getting crushed by the UFC at the minute. So they need they need something. They need events like this to like bring eyes back to boxing. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Because the UFC will take over otherwise. Push for the young generation. I think. Yeah. More than anything. Yeah. Because a lot of younger people are like not more watching boxing UFC. anymore and stuff like that because you know there's less of it about. It's very very corrupt. But then that's yeah. Podcast. That's it. For another day. So yeah, thank you. Will. We're looking forward to it. Um, I think speaking for Charlie as well. We're both like. We're both gonna watch it because we watched the first one, so we'll definitely watch the second one as well. Yeah. I think we're KSI. not paying for it. No, nah, of course chance. not. Of course not. I'll stream it um, legally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very legally, and um, yeah, I think KSI won the first fight. I think he'll probably win. It depends though, because they're not wearing head guards, and he took a lot of punishment, which is what they were all saying on True Geordie. But I still think KSI would beat him. We'll see. Mm. But I'm probably biased because he's English. Yeah, I'd rather KSI win. Than Logan Paul, yeah. Logan Paul's just got them natural attributes. Yeah, and he's, he's way just, bigger. He's just massive compared. Way bigger. So, And he ha- he didn't have bad cardio Yeah, for his size. I thought he'd gas out. and like he kind Gas of out the towards end. the end, yeah, but, but like not too bad. Yeah, not that bad. Um, KSI just got that second win. Yeah, KSI but did I get feel like KSI win. could get more technical. Yeah, for some yeah. Reason. If he's got more time to learn, I think he'll definitely pick up the more. mechanics of boxing way yeah. more. Way more. I feel like Logan's a bit like ego-driven with it and shit like that. Yeah. I agree with you there, John. Yeah. Massively. And moving on. Third question from D.NewLove298 on Instagram. Um, okay. She wants us to discuss toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity, okay. Mm. And to give you a bit more insight on anything in particular, in particular yeah. what she wants us to go into, um, I was just about to let you know, Charlie. So if you let me go on a message. Don't think I will, actually. Well, I'm already on it, <laughs> so you've already lost. She says, specifically, she wants to know does toxic masculinity exist? So we'll we'll speak about that first. Does tos- toxic masculinity exist, Charlie? Yes or no? Yeah, depending on the definitions, I guess so. Yeah. Well, you're a chauvinistic pig for not saying a unanimous and resounding yes. Um, does toxic masculinity exist? In my opinion, yes, but not to the extent that it's being pushed and massively driven now yeah i'll agree with you on that one yeah it exists but it's being over exaggerated as a a lot of things are it's not the only thing being over exaggerated yeah Um, but in terms of like the gillette adverts and stuff like that like come on on. (laughs) if that was a i don't know if that was a women's advert i don't think that would go down very well no i feel like a lot of guys just see that and just be like well that's just stupid and ignore it 100% 100% um, and it doesn't really get that much of a reaction even yeah. though it sort of did but it deserved deserved someone saying something about yeah. that if you haven't I'd seen it go just type in Gillette that. advert like I think there was two of them from the last yeah, there year was or two so of them. I remember so you showed me have a look yeah that was and they just paint I don't know it's just weird the way they paint guys mm, they paint all men to be like exactly the same these yeah exactly the same and like 
bare abusive and like uh-huh. zero conscious and like have been abusing women from the day that they were born. Yeah. But in terms of the weird guys obviously do exist and ladies protect yourself out there. Oh, um, yeah. Especially when you're in the dating realm, when you're dating all these hashtag dossars, um, be very kel- careful. Yeah, the scrubs, the scrubs. If he can't pay for your meal and drinks afterwards, ladies, he's a scrub. <laughs> so, yeah, keep that in mind. Does toxic masculinity exist? Demi, we say yes, it does. And she says she wants to know who's to blame, men or women. Um, <laughs> oh, well, I'd say it's got to be men. Really? But a set, a set few men who yeah. are like, you know what I mean? Like in all things... There's a set few people that tend to define the stereotype. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I feel like it does. It's not. It's not like conducive to society having these stereotypes like that. But you know, it is what it is. Mm. It's always a certain few people that adhere to the stereotypes. Exactly, like and people live up to them and stuff like that because they're there and yeah. whatever else. But yeah, it's easier to live up to a stereotype than to be yourself. Exactly. Massively, but I think that's a very good question because a lot a of girls question, let a lot of guys get away with toxic masculinity and like. Yeah, it's like you know, like like you say, it's a. Um, they sort of expect it, so then, like people, like guys trying to live up to it, they probably um, yeah. somewhat allow it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I feel like because that, oh, girls are just, like, oh, it's, know, just it's just lads. Guy, yeah. It's just how guys are. And sometimes, got like sometimes guys are guys but there's a like yeah there's, there's a, a strong line to yeah, where like yeah to where the guy's being a guy and yeah to when if it's, it's making you feel uncomfortable then like mm. you need to say something about yeah. it or if you're not in the position to say something about it sort of leave but you know don't don't take shit if you feel bad yeah um, if it's not, making you feel uncomfortable exactly. as charlie says if it's, it's just a joke well and you're laughing you. with it then it's a different thing yeah but yeah so who's to blame is the men doing it are like 100 percent to blame but um, no, the women aren't to blame, but the women should speak up or at least take themselves out of the situation or if they can't say something. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can only tackle a problem once you've shone um, awareness onto the problem. Exactly. If no light's been shone on the problem, then how... Is shone even a word? Yeah, yeah. Fair, I'll roll with it. If, no, if nothing's been shone onto the problem... Or no light's been shed on the problem, then there's no way of I like. Sean was better than shed. <laughs> shed, do you reckon? But yeah. anyway, if if you don't if you don't bring it to everyone's attention, attention, no one can deal with it. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, it's like you have it has to be brought to a collective yeah. consciousness, and yeah. to be fair, like to be fair to girls, I get why they don't say anything because. Guys who are like that are just going to say it's just guys being guys, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Guys can blame that on, like, that. Just lad culture and whatever. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't know. And easily adapt and get away with it. But I feel like it's not really a question. It's a question that we we can answer and, like, get into the depths of. But, like, mm. we're not those types of guys. Like, yeah, you need yeah, a few more lads. Probing questions and shit like that. Yeah. Well. And I'd love to get lads, lads on the podcast, not to like... A bit of a mix of like, um, yeah, just a mix of opinion. Yeah, yeah. Because like I say, all lads are the same and all girls are the same. 
exactly you get quite <laughs> quite a lot of different um, opinions so it's mm. interesting to hear them. it's very interesting to hear them. but anyway Demi that's our take on that so yeah um, take that and do with that as you will um, I will move on to the next question which was asked by G R E G G Reg C P E G U, and Charlie, this is um this is one that relates to you directly. I know I know you're a, I I don't want to say a scholar, but I know you're a paragon of information on the topic. Um, wow. so G Reg C P E G U on Instagram wants to know. Or wants us to discuss self hate in the black community, so I will toss <laughs> that one of straight onto you, you, Charlie. I'm pretty much an encyclopedia on this topic. Yeah, Charlie's pretty much he, oh, he could write a PhD thesis, thesis. on this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, on, no, in reality, to... I have n- not much of an idea. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't guess. Um, Greg, Greg, good question, Greg. Very good question. It's something that I've wanted to cover for a very long time. Um, where do I take this? Where do I take this? Let me think. Let me think. Do I go super savage or do I just rub my pants on? Do I speak my mind? Speak your mind. Speak my mind. I'm going to speak my mind anyway. But, um... Yeah, self-hate in the black community is a good one. It's a good question. But there's so many layers to the question. I feel like mm-hmm. there's not much justice I could do the question now. So, Greg, for you, um, for G-Reg, well, Greg, for you, um, go on YouTube, um, watch Dr. Umar Johnson talk about it because he's, um, he's um, one of the people that I've watched and he's spoken on, uh, spoken on it in great lengths. Um, so just Dr. Umar, U-M-A-R uh, Johnson. And yeah, take a look at what he said on it. But in terms of my opinion, I think self-hate in the black community is prevalent massively, massively. Um, I'll tell you how to spot it. Well, not even how to spot it or like where it manifests itself is people playing up to the black stereotypes. Like, haha, all black guys like chicken. Um, I don't know. What, what other black stereotypes are there, Charlie? You tell me. I don't know. Black people love chicken. Big lips. Um, so anyway, from, from a black guy's point of view, I think self-hate massively, massively and not many people are going to like me saying this, it stems from Christianity because black people are the only people, well, one of the only people on the planet that their deities does not look like them in terms of Christianity. So that's apparently a massive psychological factor. If your deity or what you consider to be God, which everyone considers to be the perfect human being, even though that doesn't exist, if that deity is from a different race, then that creates a massive like insecure Internal rift. Yeah, yeah, in the, but, yeah. I've not heard of that one, but that's that's a very good point. Yeah, it's a crazy one. Like you were saying, it, it creates an internal rift within your soul because you look at stuff. You look at you as not being like 
able to ever attain godliness, if you know what I mean, if that's even a thing. Because, well, unless you do the Michael Jackson, you'll never be able to turn yourself white, do you know what I mean? Which, so that's that apparently stems from Christianity. Just work the table. But yeah, and another thing that that stems off, I mean, you can see black self-hate everywhere in the black community. The fact that um, people straighten their hair the reason that black black women started straightening black kids' hair was to, when they moved into like more white communities, they wanted their kids not to get bullied in school, mm. so they started straightening and I relaxing their hair. I feel like it's hair. terrible that some schools don't allow like natural yeah, black natural hair. Yeah, natural hair. Like that. That's absolutely like ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And that must attribute to that as well. Yeah, yeah. attribute even to to what you're saying. Yeah, massively. That that also affects it. So like your so, like, natural can't be hair. Yourself. Yeah, exactly. You can't allowed. be yourself. Who you are is not accepted in society. So then that, like, makes you feel even shitter about yourself. Then it's why so many black people, like, they follow the stereotypes that society tries and puts them into because for you to break out of those patterns or those mm. boxes that society puts you into, you have to deal with this you massive... Be vulnerable for, yeah. Yeah, you've got to be vulnerable and deal with this like massive self-loathing that you have, but you have to realize that that doesn't stem from like anything that you've put onto yourself. It does in a way, but it also stems to how society views you, how like even little things like if you get on a if you get on a metro or a train and like people are scared of you just because you're black. Do you know what I mean? Mm then that uh, adds yeah. to it as well exactly. if like, people are going to treat you a certain way you like you feel a lot of the time that you want to live up to that expectation because like why not if you're going to treat me that way i might as well be that way you know yeah exactly that sort of attitude so and then you start just, to develop a, this not i don't give a fuck style attitude do you know what i mean yeah which is then like then rubs off to everything else yeah it enters itself into every other faculty of your life and the fact that like that the self-hate demonstrates itself in crime as well like when black kids are talking about shanking and dipping and wetting a man down it's all they're talking about like stabbing people that look look like them do you know what i mean mm. so like that also adds to like another layer of self-hate and like the worshiping a deity that looks nothing like you adds to that layer then that being instilled at home as well and like the things that you get in your own household and at home, that also adds mm. a layer. The fact that there's no like strong black country really, like Africa's, unlike, unlike like, let's say all Indians know that India will look out for their interests. All Russians know that if anything happened to a Russian, then Russians will look yeah. out for their interests. Whereas Africans don't really have that. Mm-hmm. So there's no like superpower that's gonna stop trading with people if their peop if African yeah. people or black people aren't gonna get looked after. So that also adds to it. But like it's such a, a multifaceted Yeah. Multi layered, like heavy, heavily layered question. It is that it um is. I've been we, I've been meaning to cover it and like I think it's it's something that we are gonna cover in a podcast in more depth, but I wanna spend a whole yeah, podcast exactly actually covering yeah, it rather than on for a few more um yeah you know, different opinions yeah, massively. As well. yeah so greg that's like that's my short snippet on it um and what i think on it about it that way but like in terms of going into everything that i could possibly talk about on self-hate in the black community you'll have to give me time and you'll have to like 
let me sit down and like actually gather all my thoughts because it's something that I've looked into obviously because well I'm black myself so it's something that I've spent a lot of time looking into and like studying into so um, yeah that's a very very good point of discussion and it's something that we'll probably discuss when we have Ricardo on the podcast yeah we've got that in the works at the minute yeah and it's something that we can discuss looking at next month ideally yeah yeah massively and uh yeah greg if you wanted to come on as well and uh we could discuss that question in uh, a lot greater depth but go on what were you saying johnny uh just that yeah like if greg wants to come on and discuss it with them then it'd be great um yeah we're looking into getting ricky on next month and we'll do one then we're gonna hopefully do a little mini series of a few things so um we're just sorting out all the behind the scenes stuff for that so yeah expect that next month yeah that's to be decided but um yeah great question greg very Mm. very good question thank you for that one um but yeah it's greg c p e g u on instagram if you wanted to give him a follow and uh speak of the man um the devil the myth the legend himself devil the devil himself it's ricardo uh (laughs) (laughs) underscore calcina and oh his God. question is... You can't say that name. Uh, what the, the man who can't... <laughs> yeah, what's his... What's the called? The one that must not be named. Don't say that name, The Dark Harry. Lord. <laughs> Lord Voldemort. <laughs> yeah. What's Ricky's question? Um, Ricky's question sure is, a good one. Charlie, he wants us to discuss start startups and the future okay. of business econ- economy for millennials and Gen Zeros. Ooh. Very good question. Very good question. Especially like since it. we're branching out. Yeah. And trying to um, create a business of our own. I feel like a lot of millennials, um, I feel like the millennial mindset isn't the, oh, let me just get a nine to five doing this particular trade and I'm going to stay in it for 40 years. Yeah, absolutely not. I feel like very few millennials want to do that. Yeah. Um, and that comes with like, you know, a new way of looking at work and how you um, manage that and how you try and earn yourself a, a living and stuff. Yeah, and how um, you try and manage that with your own free time as well. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I think millennials have this like, we have this bad connotation that we're all lazy and we all don't want to do any work because we're not willing to fucking work a shit nine to five for the rest of our lives. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's a but massive... Um... I, yeah, exactly. I feel like there are lazy people within the group, obviously, as there is with all of them. But, yeah, um, as per. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a different one. And I feel like a lot of millennials want to do their own thing and obviously if you don't want to work a nine to five you've, there's only a few sort of options you've got and it's either try and spread your income out and have a few different things that you go into um or you try a self-employed sort of route um like ricky was saying um and i feel like a lot of a lot of people can do it these days and i think it's easier to do than it has been with the internet and um, things like that. It's just easier to get awareness out there. And if you've got a, a particular thing that you bring into um, the table, if you bring in a product or a particular service that no one else has, then it's easier to you know, show that off 
these yeah, days to break into the market and, um, just the internet it's literally um, for people our age it's very open like it's wide if, open if, if you want to create something and actually put yourself out there and be vulnerable to being judged to being ridiculed Mm-hmm. Um, to people like just chatting shit it's not, about it's not like it's not an easy yeah, way not, out but yeah. by any means yeah, if anything like people say it's, you, you work more but hopefully you enjoy it more as well so. yeah. but then um, in terms of the economy as well I think things that were naturally like guaranteed to the generations that came exactly. before us it's not there anymore which is why people are, are looking for the yeah. the same thing you know yeah, exactly. There's no fucking, oh, go to uni, come out, get a job straight away, get a mortgage, yeah. and then, like, And then even set, if you're paying you know your I mean? pension, there's no guarantees that yeah, you're going to get. that you're going to get your pension exactly. at the end of it. And I think millennials things. are so... That we're so much wiser to that. We've, like, we've seen what's happened with the other yeah. previous generations, and we're all so much more aware of the fact that that model's not working anymore. Yeah. So in terms of the future of the economy, Ricky, and where I think the economy is going to head, I just think it's going to be... I don't think housing... and I don't think housing is going to be as strong as it once was for individuals, but I think housing in terms of companies buying a plot of like flats or a plot of land and putting houses on it, I think that's going to remain strong. I think we're going to see a massive shift from people moving to getting a mortgage and buying a house that they live in to people renting the place where they live, but they're buying houses to rent. I feel like that's getting a lot more, a lot more common. Well, with people that I pay attention to, that seems to be getting a lot more common. But I know with like most mm. people and everyday people, it's still get a mortgage, like commit to a house. But then once you get that first mortgage, you're gonna to have to be getting mortgages for the rest of your life. Mm. So and if you if you buy a house, then well, you you're either gonna be staying there for a long time, or then you've got to go through the process of selling it. So you want to make sure you like you're in the right place, which yeah. a lot of millennials feel like you know um, they don't want to be in one place. Yeah, I definitely don't want to be tied to one place. Yeah. Because I know how quickly I change my mind and if I'm tied to a property for 30 years. And not even that, you, you never know what's going to happen. What if you get sick and you can't afford to, like, make payments on your mortgage for a year? How mm. long is that going to affect you, like, going going down the line? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is why, like... But at the same time, if you're paying your mortgage off, then it's, at the end of the day, you're not paying rent away, then you're going to be, obviously, earning it back, but... yeah. It's, yeah. uh, it's just how you want to play it really it's how yeah. you, you like to live your life um, yeah it's a dice that we all have to roll but it's just how you want to roll it and where knowing your knowing your personality well enough to know that I want to do this I want to roll it this way or I want to do this and I want to roll it that way and not letting any external factors take you away from you yeah. do you know what I mean you've got to so, make your own decision on that and not just let yeah, whatever facts. the expectation is or whatever facts. Don't let your parents, your partner, or your friends make that decision for you. It has to be a decision made by you. But in terms of the greater community, I think we're going to see more more startups coming, definitely more tech startups, but also more startups in terms of like... I feel like there's going to be a lot more smaller businesses. 
Yeah. Like yeah. A, a lot more of them instead of a few larger businesses. Huge ones that dominate everything. And I yeah. think in terms of the way we eat in the future as well, I think that's going to be revolutionized and that's going to... Farming will be revolutionized. 100%. And it'll, be, it'll go back to the old way of things. Yeah. Especially because we're like all willing Cuba. to pay for organic as well. Yeah. So I think that's going to be revolutionized. Loads of small farms and it's a lot more security than a few big farms. Yeah, the way that we consume content and information... That's already like for our generation, yeah, for our generation and millennials, it's changed massively. Like, we get all our news on the internet, so newspapers don't really like have the power that they did anymore, yeah. and they're realizing you just it. Have to look at the views. Yeah, yeah. Realize how much views the actual news <laughs> gets versus a lot of like online sources of where you get your news. And yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous how much how much has changed. There's way yeah. more people getting the news on the internet these days. Mm. Um, through various you know avenues and it's, and it's good less for just business reading well, one paper cause... and getting one view of things you know yeah there's less um even though people still do that online yeah they do but there's less control in terms of who controls what narrative so yeah with companies as well there'll be a hell of a lot a, a lot more um free space for smaller companies to tap into if they know how to use um the tech space and if they know how to use the internet yeah so in terms of where the economy is going, Ricky, I think as much as these doom and gloom pictures are always painted out as they always are with every generation, I just feel like we're in a really, really good place. We have the internet. Um, there's good and bad with the internet. Do you know what I mean? They're trying to censor it a little bit more now. But as it is at the minute, there's so many different avenues that people can choose to go down. There's so many different paths. You don't have to work a nine to five if you wanted. You could just make money selling stuff on eBay, selling stuff on Depop. You can start your own, like, if it's you're a photographer. It's that simple if you want to, you know. Yeah, it is. If you're a photographer, you have your Instagram, like, build build yourself up there. If you're a DJ, shout out Ton. Um, you can promote yourself on social media, get gigs through that way while still like working on your craft. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So everything can be done from the comfort of your own home. But the only difference with not getting a nine to five is you have to work a hell of a lot harder than you do when you have a nine to five. Yeah, because it's not just you're not working, you know, a set few hours a day. You just it's your mission. So, yeah, you've got to be working overtime all the time. And you can always just go through the motions at work. Like you can have one of those days where you're you're there, exactly. but you're not there. Exactly. Whereas when you work for yourself, you can't have those days. Yeah, you can't have those days. You always have to be accountable. But yeah, Ricky, that's a class question. So I I want to know what a gen Gen Zero is. Yeah, I'm sure I know. It's something, um, a Generation Zero. I've heard that. To it. Yeah, I've heard. I've, I've heard, heard it chucked around most. Do you know what, Charlie? I'll Google it since I'm a millennial. Yep. Bring it up on Google, Muzzy. Yeah. Let's see what we can find. Am I your Jamie? Your Jamie, am I cheeky little twice? Yeah, your Jamie. Generation Zero. Gen Zero. Do you know what? Apparently, it's a PS4 game. But um, it might I know be. It might be two game. things. Yeah. Say definition. But maybe he is talking about the PS4 game. I'm not sure. Find out. A youth-led organization focused on transforming, transitioning society away from its dependency on fossil fuels and combating ah, climate change. Okay. So I'm so, surprised yeah. I haven't heard of this one. Um, yeah. Well, I have heard of it, but I just I didn't know exactly what it was. Um, so what was his question on Gen Zero? Just like, what... 
go back to it. Startups. You wanted us to talk about startups and the future of of business economy for millennials and Gen Zero. Mm. So they're trying to clean up the environment. Yeah, and what's the business economy in that? I feel like there is business to be to be had in that sector massively, and I feel yeah. like once people get on board with sustainability and realize like, you know, we've got to look after the place that we live on. Yeah. Um. Then there's going to be a push and like hopefully a bit of economy go into that um sort of sector yeah there already is charlie like the, you, you saw defi- that um, there definitely is but that smart that more. smart meter advert that you showed me the other day like they're, yeah. all, all they're trying to push is like sustainability blah 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 but like they're trying to do it in a way that we're still dependent on fossil fuels do you know what i mean because that's yeah. where they make their cash exactly but as soon as a, as soon as a small company starts to make a lot of money using sustainable energy then the mm-hmm. big companies will uh, will be forced to like jump on and do the exactly. same thing. Like exactly. Tesla's come along with the electric cars, and now every single car manufacturer is bringing out their own version of electric cars. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? The manufacturers and um, businesses they just follow what the consumer demand yeah, is. Yeah, they follow they literally. They supply the demand, mm-hmm. exactly. and, if, and they try yeah. hard to keep you hooked on their products, which is why they spend billions on marketing. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, but if everyone at well and organic whatever everyone would be trying to outdo each other's organic you know what yeah. i mean it's just the other yeah. way around so um unfortunately we're at the other end of the scale at the minute so mm. could always um, be turned around though but yeah it's, it's i feel like it's definitely going to be turned around within um the millennial generation and the um the gen zero movement and everything like that by the sounds yeah. of it so i feel like millennials are going to change the world but i'm a crazy millennial aren't i yeah, I'm a lazy, crazy, millennial, indigo uh, But what's it called? What do they call us? Pussified, Pussified. snowflake, millennial. But yeah, um, good question, Ricky. Very good question. Yeah, I like it. Um, moving on to the next one, and this one's from the main man himself. I want to say his Instagram name first. It's Dan Codling, D-A-N-C-O-D-L-I-N-G-95. And he asks, uh, what are the biggest challenges for young people nowadays? Um, good question, Dan. Very, very good question. Um, I can't speak on, on everyone as a group. I can only speak on the challenges that are facing us, as in, as like the challenges that are facing us, I can only tackle that by talking through the challenges that I'm facing in my own life. So I'd say the biggest challenges I'm facing in my own life, hmm, interesting, interesting. I'd say try to start up your own business so I don't have to work for uh, somebody else in a nine to five, but I actually have like, I don't have nine ten hours of my day that aren't mine i can take those hours back and dedicate them into actually what i enjoy doing Mm. so rather than those like belonging to a business or belonging to someone else they're actually mine and i can use them to do what i want um what would you say charlie we'll go one for one one yeah um i feel like coming out of uni or coming out of living at home or whatever it is that taking that next step and like you say um trying to make something for yourself instead of Mm. going straight into something i feel like that's 
that's a challenge and even if you even if you go in into something maybe you, you don't know what particular job you want to go into and use your say degree or whatever it is that you've you've got um and you go into something um where you just you're working to get money in yeah. the meantime i feel like that's a, a huge like it's like a washing machine to go through you know you're just yeah. getting like tossed around don't know sort of which way is up for a while and um yeah i feel like at the time i didn't realize it's looking back that i realized you know um and i i feel like i, I came out of it all right compared yeah. to a lot of people and like um yeah it's it's definitely a tough um yeah i feel time, like that's but, the stage i'm at now so i'll let you know when i come out the other side yeah yeah it's a weird one mm. um so yeah that that's definitely something for young young people to yeah. struggle with um, it's a good struggle at the yeah. end of the day that's a good one, Charlie. Um, the second thing I think, um, well, the forefront of my brain is saying mental health. I think young people, um, yeah. especially because Definitely. Definitely. of Instagram, social media, like the expected expectations that we all hold, like we all expect ourselves to be fucking perfect pretty much. Mm -hmm have everything figured out, like, mm -hmm. show everyone this high life that we're living on Instagram or on Facebook and, like, just the way that we all interact with each yeah. other, like, it seems like we're a lot more comfortable interacting through digital forms of communication exactly than we are, like, face-to-face -face communication. Point, just our generation's, like, social aspect, I like the like the real social side, not the online social side. Like, yeah. so people can speak all day on social media, but when it comes down to it in real life, a lot of people are the same. Um, and you know, um, yeah, it's a weird one. People yeah. just and that must like affect that person as well because they'll know they're a completely different yeah. person online than what they are in real life. Exactly, it just seems yeah. backwards to me. But um, but yeah. Um, that's a huge challenge that we'll have to face is like as a generation and as individuals is how we deal with our mental health what we use to actually treat the mental health problems like depression insomnia anxiety um and it's not going to be fixed by instagram like taking away likes yeah literally how. literally it's a start though it's a start and it is a bit of a gimmick but like yeah, I feel like it's just a gimmick for them. Yeah, just to it's say a like, start. oh, look, we're trying. We're trying, yeah. It's because the, they can't ignore the studies now that social media, like, yeah. is leading to a lot more well, they cases all knew of before depression, they did it anyway, suicide, so. anxiety, yeah. And they just can't get away with it anymore. Yeah. They have to do something about it. They programmed us to be addicted to them, and now that we're addicted and we're having problems, they're, they're making it look like they're trying to help. But, like, well, even I think... I think the way, like, that we treat depression and stuff like that and, like, mental health, that needs to be completely changed because it doesn't need to be prescription drugs anymore, like... No, no, definitely not. Yeah, there's different routes that you can go. There's, like, there's studies into meditation and yoga, studies into um, diets, like, having more turmeric and ginger and stuff in, the, in your diet, studies into psychedelic drugs, like, there's so much... Yeah. There's so much more, and people know that there's so much more out there, but I feel like our generation is stuck in the middle where it's either you go the holistic route and, like, be that crazy guy who's, like, yeah. trying all these different things, or you go Very the traditional the, route and be accepted, if you know before, what I mean. Yeah. 
Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. It's a good question, that, though. So, I think mental health. Um, what else do you, do you reckon uh, challenges facing young people, Charlie? Mm. Nothing's coming particularly to mind. Um, there definitely is some. It's just yeah. such a broad question that it's. I'll chuck in another one. I think relationships. Yeah, relationships. I think it comes into that social. Um, yeah, the social interaction. Yeah. yeah, but I think just the relationships that we have with partners and our parents as well and friends. Mm-hmm. I think that's a massive. Um, it's a massive challenge that we're all facing. Is like between between I'd say. 18 to about 29 i feel like the like the decisions and like the friendships and the relationships you build pretty much are going to define who you are for the for at least the next 10 15 years do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. especially once we all start having children yeah i don't know i just feel like you have to be wise in the in the friends that you make and in the relationships that you choose to get into and like definitely it's just, that age that you know you just can't mess about with that yeah um, yeah you've had like 18 years up to that point of you know t- being able to test the waters and do all that and um you can still keep any friends that you've had from that time but um, yeah you know you've had 18 years of failing without any dire consequences whereas yeah. now if now you, if, you, if you mess up with yeah. picking the wrong friendship group or like like they say pick it, hanging out with the wrong ones then your life yeah. could end up a, a, a lot different then. Exactly. You Wouldn't you are literally your five closest friends. That's those people are who you are. Do you know what I mean? And like Definitely. As we get older, you are like even in your relationship, as you get older, like the mistakes that you make have a so like you understand the ramifications a lot more and like you have you have like larger consequences to deal with. Let's say you make the wrong group of friends and you end up like abusing drugs um <laughs> that's hilarious abusing drugs i sound like a fucking parent mm. um you end up like let's say abusing drugs you end up in prison you end up in like dodgy situations or you get into a relationship and like you end up getting a girl pregnant early and then you realize that's not even the person that i want to be with and you end up getting a mortgage with her and realizing like that this is not the person that i want to be with her you end up making like a grandiose commitment Mm-hmm. And then, like, halfway through, you realise that's not actually what I want to do. Do you know what I mean? I think that's, like, those waters are really, really tricky. And, like, there's some of the stuff that our generation's going to have to figure out and, like, mm-hmm. figure out how to combat. But in terms of what, what people can do, Charlie, to get to, like, to get to grips with that and to like make the mistakes but then learn from them and not keep on repeating the same mistakes what would you say is important for people to try and do um just learn from your mistakes don't like don't let the same thing happen multiple times if it happens twice it's a pattern um if it happens three times then you need to like reconsider the whole way you look at it um but just don't let it don't let it happen that much yeah. whatever it is and um, <laughs> just try and be observant of your own life and um, think things through it's it's easy to say not easy to do but think things through objectively and um, meditation helps a lot with that yeah massively. if you're looking for a way to sort of detach from your problems and view them as like what they are 
yeah without getting too emotionally connected to them mm. um but yeah I, i'd say that really yeah just taking yourself away from the situation mm. but yeah um i'd agree with you on that and i'd say journaling like journaling something that i do massively for myself anyway and i find when you write when you write stuff down to yourself um it's very hard to lie when you're writing stuff down to yeah. yourself that you're reading, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's very hard to bullshit yourself. Mm. And I think that and meditation yeah. and stretching as well, but stretching's and well, stretching should just be like a part an everyday part yeah. of people's lives, but like just health and wellness. Yeah. It just relaxes you and like you can have um trapped emotions in your muscles and like yeah. if you you know, you've been stressed for a week or so and then your neck's like you can't even move it and like it feels like you've got iron girders pulling your head down either side or whatever you know like you've, you've got to stretch it out and uh, realize how much relief just stretching can give you sometimes yeah and massively. sometimes that's where a lot of the tension's held it's not even like a problem anymore you might have solved the problem but you're just holding on to the tension that yeah in your body created in your body so you need yeah. to let that go and even like if you're a guy that trains a lot because guys go to the gym they think like they're fit in the body but like most people are so stiff and like mm -hmm. they hold a lot of tension in your body so stretching like stretching meditating and journaling and watching what you eat will help you massively moving forward with stuff like that so anyway um thank you dan for that question um it's a hell of a question um good question, i think dan. pardon good question dan oh yeah very good question dc um but yeah, thank you for that one, Dan. Uh, we'll move on. And this one is from Josh Boland. Uh, Josh B-O-L-A-N-D underscore. And his question is, how do you motivate yourself to be proactive um, in following your own interests and passions? Good one. Very good question. It's Very easy question. to get motivated but it's not easy to stay motivated yeah as um, david goggins would say motivation is bullshit determination is what you need exactly uh, you need more than motivation um maybe motivation is good in this in the yeah, start in the to get going once you get beginning. once you get your moment your momentum going um then yeah you need to rely on the you need to ask yourself why you're doing it and constantly refer you know back to that and um look at you know just the bigger plan and um i feel like if you keep looking back to that then you'll you'll realize why you're doing it and you'll stay motivated and once it becomes a habit and you get the momentum going like i say it's a lot easier to keep it going yeah the no, best way to, to do start. that is just sorry to cut you off charlie but yeah. i think get into a routine like yes waking up in the morning to go exercise is fucking shit and you'll hate it for like yeah the first month but once it becomes part of your routine like mm -hmm. it's very hard to fall out of that routine and yeah. when you do trying hard to like push yourself back into the routine as well yeah and um i heard a good analogy the other day one i mean it applies to everything it's not just this but one bad meal won't make you unfit as much as or unhealthy as much as one good meal won't make you healthy you yeah. know if you miss a day or like you're not quite as motivated one day reassess rest if you need to and then you know think about it a different way and come at it again yeah um, yeah 
and it's just about the the consistency it's the same with the gym it's the same with any skill yeah. you want to learn you just yeah. got to be consistent with it and always try and improve on it um it's just life that though isn't it like exactly exactly can, um, completely lost my trail of thought then but yeah it's just life like those people that you see going to the gym every day they're not always motivated to go to the gym like Mm-hmm. the battle's still there in the morning the battle to get up the battle of saying oh i need to do this the battle of just life happens to every single person every single day and like it's not any easier for people to make decisions as it is for you like everybody can feel everybody has the, the potential and like the capacity to feel stuff that you feel as well so don't feel like being mm. unmotivated or like feeling yeah, is, lazy is or procrastinating is just you. Yeah. Like everybody else can feel that too. And you have to ask yourself, what do people do? Mm-hmm. And what? Or like what techniques do they use to get over yeah. that within themselves? Exactly. But God, and what Charlie, works for you? Work that out, you know? <laughs> yeah. Work out what you want to do, one. What works for you, two. Yeah. And then, and then go three, after it. Go out and like, Go do it. Go yeah. after it hard. Go after it um, every single day, man. Like, even if you have a bad day Wednesday, sleep. Thursday's a different day. Go after it Thursday. Have a bad day Thursday, sleep. Friday's a different day. Go after it. Like, you have to be yeah. persistent as hell. That's it. You have and to be throwing yourself in the deep end hell. is the best way with it a yeah. lot of the time. Yeah. Just jump straight into it. Mm-hmm. But also have a, have, have a long-term plan. And have like, a plan. Don't be stupid. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, just throw yourself in as much as you can and yeah. just try and embrace it. And with the gym, track your progress. And with anything, track your progress. See, yeah. It's important to see where you are and where you've come from mm-hmm. so you don't feel like you're Definitely. failing every and that's, day. Do you know that's what I mean? a massive thing. Like, You can feel like you're on a slump or whatever and maybe you've had like a, a couple of weeks where it's been bad day after bad day. But then if you look back at where you came, say, a few months ago, you'll realize the progress you had have, you had, you have had, had, had. (laughs) and um, yeah, you'll, you'll realize and it'll motivate you to go on to the next sort of um, step up on it. So yeah, to keep going. Definitely, definitely look back and give you, give yourself the credit you deserve because I feel like people don't do that a lot of the time and they don't look back and think, oh, well I have actually come this, this far, Mm. you know, what's, what's the next step, you know? Yeah, can't massively. be can't be any harder than the last one, because a lot of the time you're learning stuff from scratch or whatever it is, or you're starting stuff from scratch. It's always easier once you've got that base. Yeah, yeah. to build on it. And that's what everyone's scared to get. It's always people yeah. are always scared to start. Start, start. It's like yeah. starting an essay. Yeah, yeah. No one wants to write that first line, but when you've written a line that is gobbledygook, and you're on the second line, it feels normal, and you just like, yeah, you know, it's what I mean? just part of like a lot of the time. It's that mental. That like trick that you have to do on yourself to get yourself started yeah. um, and then once you're there it's yeah. half the battle's over and if like if you're trying to do something let's say let's say you're trying to go to the gym more but none of your friends like go to the gym and they all like take the piss out of people that go sometimes taking yourself away from that circle and like mm-hmm. getting with people that get, actually want to do what you're trying to do as well do, you know do enjoy I mean? gym and yeah, see what exactly. they say exactly and they might have the opinion that oh well if you don't go to the gym then you're wasting your time you know yeah exactly so it's, it's just um all comes back to that sphere of influence exactly. and you you have around you 
But yeah, Ballsy, that's a sick question, Bolin. Uh, thank you for that one. Uh, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed our answers on yeah. it. Um, the next one is from Will I Am Again. Okay. And uh, the question is, what kind of influence do you want uh, to have on people when you're gone? That's a sick question. Great question. That is a sick question. Um, Ooh. Do you want to go first, John? Yeah, Actually, why not? Um, um, I mean, you can only answer it personally, can't you? So, yeah. um, obviously, I feel like everyone wants to have a positive impact. And if you don't, then um, I don't know. I don't know where you, your head's at. But... <laughs> Um, yeah personally I want to have a, a positive impact on a lot of stuff obviously the, the people around me my close circle yeah. friends family yeah. um, I want to directly help as much as possible um, and anyone that supports me I'll support you back um, it's one of those things and um, yeah I feel like in, in my long term plans um, I want to Obviously, you can probably tell I've got a passion for um, sustainability and like farming, um, and it's yeah, it's something that I feel like can change massively, and it can change like the way the world is um, sort of run, uh, and it can change a lot of things. So I want to be a part in that and influencing like the new generation um, in that, and once I've got the resources to do so. Um, that's what I'll be putting a lot of my time once I'm retired and stuff like that into um, and giving back that way. I feel like that's a great place to give back. And um, if we can all coach something that we've, you know, mastered in our lifetime, then yeah. that's uh, a massive step to um, leaving a good impact when be. you're gone, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's I feel like it's the last sort of step to anyone's um hero's journey is to yeah. give back at the end 100 you know you, you've got to because at the same time you've you've not learned all the skills you've learned from no one you're standing on the shoulders of everyone that's come before yeah. you so um standing on the give, shoulders of great men exactly you've 100%. got to give back to that um that system and hopefully what you've given back can in, inspire the next generation and um continue the progress that way so yeah. I mean, personally, that for sure. And animals, obviously, is a massive um, passion of mine. And, um, I'd like to help in that sphere as well. Yeah, that's a, that's a noble goal, man. Very noble goal. In terms of me, like, when I'm gone, what influence and what... Um, what influence do I want to leave behind? In terms of um, people around me and everyone around me, I want... I want I want to leave a legacy of like someone who was just honest. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to be known for like I don't know. There's people yeah. that are known for like having great charisma. People that are known for being funny and all of this. But like I just want to be remembered just for being honest and like yeah. speaking true from the heart. Are. Yeah, being true to like who like I I feel I am in my heart do you know what I mean mm-hmm. and in terms of the influence that I want to leave I want to leave an influence of someone who wasn't afraid to be themselves even though society expected them or like was trying to push them or different factors were trying to push them into being something 
they chose to be the person that they actually were in the end. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, it goes back to that whole, like the whole self-hate question that Greg asked, like a main, a main, main thing for me, and which is why I want to have loads of businesses stemming out of Africa. I want to leave a legacy for the continent of Africa. That's what. That's where yeah. I want like my influence. Is that what you want to give back? Yeah, that's where I want to give back the most, and like that's where I want my influence to echo out the most. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. like that's what's something that I'd be proud of. Yeah, massively. But yeah, Will, thank you for that one. Thank you for that one. That's a hell of a question. Yeah, great again. question. Very, very, very good question. Very deep and yeah, um, yeah. insightful, especially for Will's Will's fourteen. So yeah. yeah. It's a question Great that's question. Um, ahead of your time, that one. Definitely. Very, very good question. Um, we have a few more, but uh, I'm not too sure how Charlie's going to be... Well, how Charlie's going to answer this one anyway. I'll shoot it to you. Charlie, what's your favourite thing about having an, an Iranian girlfriend? Oh, um... <laughs> <laughs> tough one, tough one, man. Yeah, really yeah. going to rack my brain. You tell um, me. I mean, to be honest, I've I've never had an, an Iranian girlfriend, so I can't yeah. I can't answer. But since I played Cupid and set you and Ronak up, um, I'm sure you since can answer. You, you know, um, since you've got the best Iranian girlfriend, uh, I could have found you. Stop so. sucking up. Go on. But um, what it. the best thing about having an Iranian girlfriend? Yep. Hmm, tough question. Um, how many hours have you got for me to start reeling off stuff? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll have to cut, I'll have to edit this out because it's yeah, probably you'll a, have to a cut it short. Spiel, but, um, probably at least it's not something that you can put into words. It's just something that you'd have to feel every day. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I'm a very lucky man due to the fact that I get to feel how she makes me feel every day. Wow, and that's, that's on, lovely. On that note, it's really quite beautiful. Yeah, it is. We'll cut. We'll cut it before I start tearing up and before I go into a yeah into a monologue about my feelings I and how see I his, actually his eyes feel. glazing over a little. But so. yeah, um, uh, that was Indigo Athletes Podcast Nine. No glessed today. Um, no glessed. <laughs> no glessed today. But yeah, thank you for listening. That was a little Q and A. Um, We'll like, do. We'll try and do one of those like once every once so a week, often, ideally, or once something like that. Week, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I enjoyed that one. But yeah, let let us know what you think to this. Um, yeah. it's a it's a new style of doing it. We've enjoyed it. It's been um, it's been fun to do. So yeah, this uh, one's been really fun to do. As you can probably imagine, it requires a bit less behind the scenes work. Um, yeah. So we can get them out more frequently for you. And a hell of a lot quicker as well. Yeah. So um, especially we can react to a lot of stuff um, like this yeah, within a, you know, a day rather than yeah. um, a few days that yeah. it takes to get a video out. So uh, let us know if you've enjoyed it and we'll definitely try and get some more out there. Yeah. We'll look, and, we're going to do a lot more audio casts as well because just in terms of logistics, like Charlie was saying, um, they're easier to set up we can react to things straight away. We could do a lot more segments like this where we involved, we involve a few more people and, um, we could always go live as well. So that's, uh, yeah. that's another option. Definitely. But yeah, hit us up with more of these questions cause they're great. And um, well, yeah, we'll just 
whether it's Instagram or um, YouTube, whatever it is, we'll just compile them and we'll answer them in um, the next next series to come if you've enjoyed it. So yeah, fantastic. Um, so yeah, please please check out our Twitch. Um, if you haven't already, please um, at Indigo Athletes on Instagram. Give us a like and uh, follow uh, some of the content that we put out there. And uh, if if you don't if you don't Twitch or you're not into gaming, like um, follow whatever on our page is for you. Do you know what I mean? Uh, we do a lot of different things. So yeah, Hopefully um, there's something out there for everyone. So yeah, scour it. See so if yeah, any applies to you. Exactly. Well, so yeah. yeah thank you thank you for listening uh thank you for the questions and um yeah i'll get this out by tonight uh since it's on the audio but yeah get out there and train get out there and train